14th of January 2019, Saturday, 9.48am. My name is James and this is Slobfest. Welcome, welcome back to your weekly dose of weirdness and my personal favourite time of the week where we take some strange people, strange events and strange behaviour and we slap it under a microscope to see what the F and S is going on. Putting a call out at the beginning of the show to all gamers, gamers to the front of the line. I saw something on Instagram yesterday that I very much had to talk about today because it's the best worst thing I've ever seen. It is the AEL Corporate Cup. Welcome to Australia's first ever corporate esports league. The AEL Corporate Cup is Australia's first intercompany corporate esports league, offering team v team competition in some of the world's biggest esports titles. Company teams will be able to compete in fun, friendly competitions across multiple titles, vying for the glory of Australia's best corporate esports team. Down here, you can register and what esports titles are you most interested in? They have CSGO, Dota, FIFA, Forza. Hearthstone, Mario Kart, NBA 2K, Overwatch, Rainbow Six Siege, Rocket League, StarCraft, Street Fighter, Super Smash Bros, and Tekken 7. The reason I love this so much is because I have a billion, teen, thousand million questions, and I need them all answered. I need to know if they wear suits when they compete. I need to know whether the naming convention for each team is the name of the company plus an animal that starts with the same name what's a corporate name tech tech corp tarantulas that's not the sound of a tarantula but you know what i you know what i mean (laughs) hey remember that podcast remember episode 15 of slop fest where the idiot who fucking says the words on it made a raw sound when he was talking about a tarantula yeah i do remember that that's when i stopped listening I have so many goddamn questions about this thing because I want, I'm, look, let's face it. I'm quitting everything. I know I went to university for three years to study business and, and now I work in marketing. I'm scrapping it. Get it out of here. Actually, no, that might be beneficial because that's the corpo side and I do enjoy video games. What I'm saying is I'm making a trans. This is my official announcement. I'm making a transition into corporate esports broadcaster. And I'm going to uh, commentate the games. And I'm going to be there in my suit, obviously. Oh, man. Now I'm thinking, like, the sponsors will probably be, like, account-keeping software. Like, the Tech Corp Tarantulas are going in. They're throwing the alt up on... Uh, they're throwing the nano in on Farah. Uh, She's going to go here and alt. She says she she kills the whole team and they capped a point. We're going to go into round two. Uh, stick with us. We're going to go to an ad right now. Please come back. But now we're going to hear from a little sponsor known as FreshBooks. Guys, FreshBooks are a great account keeping piece of software. Um, they keep all my books in order. I've got so many books and not one of them is out of line <laughs> because it's so very useful. <laughs> See what this see what I mean? How it's the best worst thing in the world? I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see how this plays out. Because I just I need to I need to see it and witness it and drink it in and live it and breathe it. Just soak it into every fiber of my being because I'm fascinated by how they're gonna blend the two worlds. The gaming community with the corpo community. So we're seeing account-keeping software in the gaming realm. Are we going to see gaming-related stuff in the corporate realm? Like uh, th- that... Uh, th- oh, man, so many meetings today. Oh, three, oh, I got the 3 p.m. 
lack of energies. Oh, I hate when the grind brings you down. That's when you need some Raspberry G Fuel. I'm excited to see the blend of these two worlds and I hope to uh, continue reporting on it with this podcast. You will not miss a single Australian corporate esports league update. You probably will. <laughs> um, but let's jump in. Hey, I've got news stories. That's what this show's about. Um, got a news story here. A new study published in the Irish Medical Journal recounts the case of a 33-year-old man who was hospitalized after repeatedly injecting himself with semen to relieve chronic back pain. This is the first reported case of semen injection for use as a medical treatment, doctors in Dublin wrote in the case study titled seemingly harmless back pain an unusual presentation of subcutaneous abscess the man's handmade remedy handmade handmade oh i love it the man's handmade remedy was report <laughs> the man's handmade remedy was reportedly discovered when he showed up at a doctor's office complaining of severe back pain while examining the patient a physician noted the man's right arm appeared swollen and inflamed and sticky uh the <laughs> the explanation the man gave was one the doctor likely never expected. Yeah, you don't usually expect that. Have you been taking any medication? Um, maybe some Panadols. May thin out the blood a little bit. They say that helps at the heart. Also, uh, been injecting some jizz in my arm. Should I mention that? Don't know if that's important. The patient disclosed that he had intravenously injected his own semen as an innovative method to treat back pain, doctors wrote in the study. He had devised this... <laughs> cure in inverted commas independent of any medical advice the man reportedly said he had purchased a hypodermic needle online and had been injecting himself once a month for the past 18 months before visiting the doctor he said uh he hurt his lower back while lifting a heavy object and gave himself three doses according to the study how do you make that leap how do you go oh my back i've hurt my back before I'll tell you what, the first thought that came to mind wasn't to nut one out and then put that in my bloodstream. The semen reportedly entered the man's blood vessels and muscles. An x-ray revealed air trapped beneath the man's skin, and he was immediately hospitalized according to the study. Doctors treated the man with intravenous antimicrobial therapy. His back pain reportedly subsided, and he discharged himself without having the infected area drained. The report's doctors conducted a comprehensive review, also in inverted commas, so like, did they or did they not? Or what does that mean? Uh, of medical literature and were unable to find any other cases of intravenous semen injection. The study concludes with a warning that medical experimentation is dangerous and it's risky for untrained individuals to inject themselves with substances not intended for intravenous use, which basically the uh, conclusion of that study, not that there needed to be a study in this, don't put the nut in your blood. Nut come out, nut do not go back in, in a hypodermic needle via your veins. Why was that the first port of call? Look, I love psychology and trying to understand people and trying to understand what motivates people. But what what possible threads can we connect from I lift the heavy thing, ouch, ouch, my back, I know, solution, nut, vein, healed up. How was your first thought when you hurt... When I first, when I put my, when I like hurt my back, which like sucked, I couldn't walk for like a week and a half or like two weeks. It was the worst. Like 
talk about perfect timing. It happened like on a uni like holiday. So like, thank God that it happened then and not when I actually needed to be a person in society doing things. But I couldn't walk for two weeks. And I'll tell you this, at no point did I even come remotely close to thinking that come might be the solution. It never came up. In fact, I can't remember even thinking about wanting to nut when my back was that sore. So I don't know how sore his back is, <laughs> to be to be honest. I think he's wanted to he's wanted to try the the nut injection for quite some time. Oh my god, that's what it that's what it is. He saw that fucking not Bruce Lee. Oh, oh my God. I'm totally blanking on his name. Jet Li. He saw that Jet Li movie where he travels around to the, all the different uh, timelines or the, the different uh, universes where there's different versions of yourself. And he and because he figured out that there is a whole bunch of different timelines with you, with you in it. And if one of them dies, you absorb the power of that one. So he's... I think the movie is called like The One and he's going around trying to just become the only Jet Lee and killing all of the 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 other the Jet Lee boys and he's absorbing their power. And then it comes down to his last one but the last one's got half of the power that because he's been absorbing the power too so it's like this big I'm not going to spoil it for you but I think that's what this guy maybe thinks is that well nut is the juice of life. Oh, is that the title of the episode? <laughs> I'll think about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can put nut is the juice of life. Maybe just the juice of life. Um, so he obviously discovered that nut is the juice of life, obviously, because nut is filled with little people. That's how that works. Don't at me, scientists. So he probably thinks, well, these are all little little people and I'll just absorb their power. And I'll fix my back. No, I don't think... You know what? I'm starting to think it's not even about the back. He's using the back as an excuse. Bit of a cloak for what he's what he's really up to, which is absorbing the power of undeveloped humans. Now that needs a study. No, it doesn't. <laughs> don't, d- don't put nut in you. Don't inject nut in you, okay? Go to the website slotfestpod.com and see how inflamed this dude's arm is. Okay, that's what nut do. Got another story here. A Florida man is behind bars after he allegedly threatened to kill his neighbor with kindness. Kindness is what the 30-year-old suspect Brian Stewart calls his machete, according to police. So, not exactly the same. Uh, Stewart of Milton was arrested on Thursday for an incident that allegedly happened Wednesday evening. It began when two of Stuart's neighbours went to the suspect's house, concerned about yelling and banging that had come from the home all day, according to Pensacola, according to the Pensacola News Journal. Stuart came out of the house with an arm raised holding the machete, which had the word kindness written on it. <laughs> One of the neighbours stepped in front of the other and blocked the blade and suffered a half-inch cut on his left hand. Jesus. The Santa Rosa Sheriff's Department was called and deputies arrived and arrested Stewart. They said that Stewart's breath smelled of alcohol and he had been stunned with a taser before he was put inside the patrol car, according to Orlando TV station WOFL. 
Police also said he had to be hobbled after kicking inside the car and banging his head, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Why some of these articles have so many different sources from so many different other news outlets? Uh, on Thursday, Stewart was booked into the Santa Rosa jail on charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill an aggravated battery. He remains behind bars in lieu of a $10,000 bail. So, things to be uh, aware of in 2019, obviously a takeaway from this story, if we can learn anything from it, is if someone says they want to kill you with kindness, if someone says they want to kill you softly with his song, you know, keep in mind that those don't always mean what you think it means. 2019 is the year of the switcheroo. And people are very much going to lead you to believe one thing and then sub in another thing and then act like, oh, I thought you knew what that meant the whole time. That's going to happen. Obviously, there's a pattern occurring, uh, breaking down the news, uh, witnessing all the patterns. Um, And, you know, that's, that's where 2019 is heading. Not a lot of people want to talk about that, but... 2019, the year of the switcheroo. Trust no one, trust nothing. Stay in your house. But keep listening to this podcast. (laughs) Trust no one except for um, friends, family, uh, me, because I'm not going to lie to you. 2019, be wary of anyone telling you they're going to kill you with anything is the takeaway. Got another story here. Hey, I was telling you, we're jam-packed full of stories this week. A substitute teacher in Florida was so angry with a principal that she smeared human feces around a Sarasota Park pavilion that the principal had rented for her child's birthday party, officers said. Heather Carpenter, 42, faces a single count of criminal mischief over $1,000. According to Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, she was released after posting a $2,500 cash bond. Authorities said they became aware of the incident on December 1st when a witness reported seeing a woman wearing blue gloves and a mask, quote, placing human waste and fecal matter on the porous wooden tables and grills at the Urfa Family Park in Sarasota. What? She was rubbing shit on the fucking grill? My God. I've seen people fucking, like, cook up at the park grills and stuff, and they do not... They, like scrape it down a little bit with like a metal spatula and then they fucking throw their snags on or whatever but they ain't doing a deep enough clean to get off fucking human shit if that's what's happening do you think people like piss and shit on them oh of course they do of course they do because it's a funny little goof for them (laughs) hey hey mike check this out (laughs) i'm doing a poo on the grill fuck well, we can't go to parks anymore. Parks are out. Sorry, everyone. 2019, parks are out. Mikey Hutchison, who said he was at the park at the time, told Fox 13 News he was, quote, shocked and appalled when he walked into the pavilion and saw what happened. The smell hit me, and I noticed that she did it to every table. It was a mixture of urine and feces, and she had it in a big cup and was pouring it and wiping it in. Oh, my God. She, like, pre-gamed her own little poopy pissy mix fuck authorities interviewed allison foster the principal at philip shaw's elementary school in sarasota who told them she had reserved the pavilion for her daughter's birthday party asked whether she knew anyone matching the description of the suspect foster named carpenter who had been working at the school as a substitute teacher according to the sheriff's office affidavit Foster was assisting Carpenter with a professional complaint and Carpenter was not pleased with how the situation was handled. 
Carpenter, who was questioned December 7th, according to the affidavit, admitted she intentionally placed the feces in the pavilion to disrupt the birthday party. The Sarasota Herald Tribune reported it cost the county more than $2,300 to replace the tables and grills. Carpenter has pled not guilty, reported by the Herald Tribune. Not She pleaded not guilty, but she... Wait, what? It says here, Carpenter, who was questioned December 7th, according to the affidavit, admitted she intentionally placed the feces in the pavilion to disrupt the party. Then when it, then she, when it goes to court and she's pleading not guilty. You told us you did it, dumbo. First of all, first of all, dingus, like seven people watched you bring from home. Think about, think about how much you would have to hate someone. Okay. And how, like we've all hated someone or we've all not liked someone or not liked how a situation's gone. I mean, like, ah, fuck that person. But now, now think about that to the level where you had to go home and you're just festering in it. You're stewing in your own fucking anger so much. You devise a plan and you go, that's how I'm going to get this person back. Right now, I'm going to go take a shit and a piss. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a, I'm going to go buy gloves and a mask, okay? Because you don't just have that shit lying around. So I'm going to go buy them. Now I'm going to bring them home. I also went and got a special uh, pissy shit cup to mix up my own blend in. And now I'm going I'm to put my pissy shit in the cup and I'm going to mix it up to create my own little party disruption blend. Then I'm going to put it in my car, drive it down to the park, and then do it in front of seven people who are watching me create my own little piss poo party then admit that you did it and then later plead not guilty (laughs) what what oh man ballsy move though (laughs) i mean i'll tell you that much that's a ballsy fucking move you pull that on your boss on your boss you're like i'm gonna get my fucking boss back so bad i you know what i'm gonna get to my boss by getting to the people that my boss loves the most their kids their family that's fucked. That's some fucked up shit. I'm hey, I'm always saying if someone if someone does you dirty, you got to do them back tenfold so that they learn not to do it again. A lot of the time I say that in jest. A lot of the time I say that maybe not so much. <laughs> but I mean, I'll I'll give you that much. Going and making up your own pissy poo blend and smearing it on all of the on the grills though, dog. Like, you're not just fucking with that person's part. That's everyone. Like, what if someone had fucking eaten off of that? You got to think about that. You got to think about how your revenge might impact others. You need very specific, highly targeted revenge. So there's no collateral damage. I won't suffer collateral damage in revenge. And then you fucking, you fucking fuck up a whole, a whole park just so your boss's kid can't have their party. That is some... I'll tell you, that's not that's not doing them over tenfold. That's doing them over like a hundredfold. So part of me admires the commitment. If I'm honest, I mean, you have to. You got it. Sometimes, sometimes you stand back in awe of craziness, or is it art? Because this shit's buck wild. There's that crazy chick who does like, oh, I put the big silver baubles in in the water at at Goma. Ah, she's crazy, but that's art. Is this art? What is art? Because there is some artistry to this revenge story. <laughs> that is fucking buck wild. 
maybe she listens to the podcast and she and she thought, you know what, James is always saying and do them over tenfold. She overshot. She overshot a little bit. Maybe I'm doing a bad. Maybe I've got to think. I've got to. I've got to think about my own behavior. What kind of what kind of nefarious plots am I egging on by telling people to to do someone over who did you dirty tenfold? And maybe I got to stop saying that I admire the commitment. <laughs> but fuck, you have got to be miffed on a level that you that I am struggling to even comprehend. That you would that you would pregame this stuff because you that's you've got. All of it, mens rea and actus reus. Try and fucking try and get yourself out of it now, because it was definitely premeditated. So we've we we know that you planned it out, and then we know that you did it, because like nine people saw you do it and you admitted to doing it, sabotaging a whole kid's birthday party with your own pissy poo blend. You know it's not often you hear that, so sometimes you gotta respect it. But sometimes you've got to fear it. <laughs> and uh, I certainly fear Heather Carpenter. Don't fuck with Heather Carpenter. I will say this. <laughs> and I don't, again, I don't enjoy being the one that has to say this. But I guarantee that her boss maybe next time helps her a bit more with her complaint. That's all I'm going to say. Sometimes outlandish behavior gets results. And I don't like that that happens. But it's it's the it's a reality of the world that we live in. 2019, to get what you want, you gotta come up with your own unique blend of ways to handle a situation. <laughs> uh final story here. The stiff arm of the law is taking on a whole new meaning in Texas. According to the Williamson County Sheriff Robert Chody, which is a beautiful portmanteau of Cody and Chode. He's pairing deputies with cardboard cutouts of officers to deter motorists from speeding. The sheriff tweeted a video this week showing one of the faux deputies pointing a radar gun at oncoming traffic. If you go to slopfestpod.com, you will absolutely see the cardboard deputies, the cardboard cops, the paper pigs, okay? They will be up there. It's a creative way to solve a problem without really working the problem, Chody told Austin's KTBC TV. When you're going 20 to 30 miles per hour and you see the silhouette, you're immediately breaking the slowdown. While the cardboard deputies won't be filing any quotas, they do appear to be deterring speeders. Chody told KTBC TV he recently tested them in school zones with real deputies stationed nearby. So, just picture this. Because you've got a cardboard cutout of a deputy propped up on the side of a road. And then a couple meters down the track, you've got a real deputy hiding behind a tree, peering out, <laughs> looking to see how effective his cardboard counterpart's doing. And that is a, that's a glory, it's a delicious visual of comedy. Quote, we didn't get one speeder. All these people were breaking before they got to the cutout or as they were approaching the cutout, he said. And that's where, that's where the story ends. That's where the story ends. Chody, come on. So many details, so many questions. Who is who is the who is the cardboard? Because when you go see it, it's a dude. It's just a it's a photorealistic and life size cardboard cutout of a purse of a cop holding a radar gun. Who was the model for that? Where'd you get it printed? Are they expensive? Can I have one? Where do I buy one? <laughs> oh man, you know a lot of people think that it's it's robots that it, that's the future of um 
crime prevention and it's going to be robots fighting wars and clearly not. 2019, I told you, 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 2019 is switching up on everybody. It's zigging when we're zagging. It's picking it up when we're putting it down. 2019 is not in step with us and we are not in step with it. Just when we're thinking 2019, oh, it's all about digital. It's all about robots. Uh Uh-uh, 2019 says, nope. It's all about analog. It's all about printed goods. Oh, um, just here to uh, get my robot to solve the crime. Um, why don't you take your hunk of metal piss out of my face? Because Cardboard Cop already solved the crime. This case has already been busted wide open. Uh, who did it? Paper Pig over here. The Cardboard Cop. Man, 2019 is... I'm starting to dig that tw- that 2019 is keeping me on my toes. It's like it's like Kevin Smith's movie Red State when he was writing it and it, when, the, when the film, when the story got to a point where he knew logically what was going to happen next because, you know, that's what happens in films and stories. He did the total opposite and he just kept doing that. And I thought I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, you know. Things kept happening and I was, and I was like give you a a live take of what it was like oh well he's gonna what whoa it was just like that oh well he's obviously gonna oh he didn't just like that and that's what 2019 is you know oh i guess i'm just gonna keep going to my job oh i'm fired you know cool things like that Cool things like that are probably going to happen in 2019. Just when you think you're picking it up, when it's putting it down, it spins it round the mound. Upright, left is down. We don't know where it's going and what's happening. And that's could be great. Could be great is what I'm saying. Uh, so takeaways from this episode. Uh, keep the cum out of your arm. Don't piss off the wrong people. Don't, don't trust anyone who says they're going to kill you with anything. And obviously, invest in analog. Analog, it's coming back. Digital. I'm going to say it. 2019, digital is dead. Digital is dead. Oh, you're a coder? Oh, you type it, do you? Why don't you get out a fucking legal pad and a, and a pencil, dick? Why don't you try coding manually, like how they used to do it back in the day? <laughs> Why don't you try coding how they used to code back in the day with a pencil and paper, idiot? That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out and listening. I I really do appreciate it. Uh, If you want to know when a new episode goes up, well, the best way to do that is probably to subscribe to the podcast and then just check your podcast feed. But this section is about plugging the social media. So you should go do that. Follow Slotfest Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. Head over to slotfestpod.com if you want to see original cover art for this and all other episodes images of the people and things that were discussed in this episode and other episodes uh if you want to even just listen to the episode you can do that there as well yeah more in-depth show notes stuff like that i'm just sort of this whole podcast is sort of like a creative project for me and uh i'm just having fun doing it you know it's good it's uh it's a lot of fun i'm really enjoying it and i appreciate you listening and uh you know messaging me on uh facebook and stuff and having chats and you know submitting stories i I very much i very much appreciate it and uh you know if you've got a friend who would be into something like this share it with them tell them about it that's that's the way that podcasts spread 
and um, you know, it uh, makes me makes me want to make make more of these. Um, I did uh, a couple episodes ago. I was talking about maybe bringing back another uh, an old podcast, and I've been thinking a lot about that, and I'm kind of just enjoying what I'm doing now. Uh, this slop fest and uh, sort of just working on more like you know creative project style things is uh is sort of what what I'm feeling for 2019 just 2019 just when you thought old stuff was coming back it ain't he ain't picking it up he's putting it down and keeping it over there and sort of just being like oh that was nice when it happened and now he's working on creative projects oh, this is a weird analogy <laughs> oh man uh recommendations if you've got a podcast recommendation please let me know at my pixel persona or any of the Slopfest uh, social medias or Slopfest podcast at gmail.com. I would very much like to uh, listen to more shows, you know, and sort of diversify the content that I'm listening to, you know, and that's the way that you find new shows. It's how I find new shows is people tell me what they're listening to and then I go and check them out. So if you have some podcast suggestions, I would very much appreciate them. And oh, I'll tell you this as well. I'm looking for a book to listen to, like a narrative style. I'm trying to learn more about storytelling. Um, so at the moment, I'm reading a book called Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott, which is a book about writing. And um, yeah, just trying to learn more about storytelling. So I want to like, I want to sort of like read more fiction. But I, again, I don't know where to start. So I figured I would probably start with like an audio book, maybe. I'm, I'm reading Faust, which is like kind of a um when i say read when i say reading an audiobook i'm very specifically talking about those two separate things because some people classify reading as listening to an audiobook and i do not and i don't like when people <laughs> say that oh i'm reading this book at the moment oh, i just i just got done reading this book at two times speed in my car what you mean audio or oh, audible yeah oh really really soaked in that book huh two times speed Wow, that probably made it good. Uh, <laughs> seems weird that you would want to rush a book. Isn't the whole idea of a book to sort of, you know, soak it in, take it at your own pace? The whole, it's supposed to be a slower thing. <laughs> Is it not? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm reading Faust at the moment. And that's, I wouldn't really count that as fiction. It's kind of like one big long poem, I guess. But I would like to, just while I'm working, I would like to listen to an audiobook. So if you have any fiction audiobook recommendations, hit me up. I would love to, you know, listen to something. And I don't know what, you know, I'm new, I'm new to the whole fiction game. I'm normally reading nonfiction books. So if you're, if you're a fiction person, let me know and uh, hit me up with a suggestion. But that's going to do it for this week. I very much appreciate you listening. Come back for episode 16 and... Uh, that's going to do it. I'll see you in the next one.